You're listening to Comedy Central. July 23rd, 2018. From Comedy Central's World News Headquarters in New York, this is The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Tonight, rapper and businessman T.I. is joining us, everyone. He's here, he's here to chat about his new show on BET called The Grand Hustle. But first, let's catch up on today's headlines. Let's kick it off with a story about sexual harassment. Although this story ends the way you wish all the stories would. A Georgia waitress took matters into her own hands when a man groped her. Surveillance video shows the man walked by Amelia Holden and inappropriately touched her. There you see it right there. The 21-year-old turns around, grabs him by the back of his shirt, and slams him against the wall. Turns out the man was at the restaurant for a date with the mother of his two children. Wow. That was amazing. That was amazing on so many levels. And you know what was craziest? For a split second, he probably thought that his ass grab was being reciprocated. He's like, his collar was pulled, he's like, oh yeah, oh no! But what that man did was absolutely disgusting. Why would he grab that woman like that when he has a perfectly good ass on his face? Why would he do that? Why? And you know what? I'm glad that the waitress, Amelia Holden, slammed this guy. Her technique was phenomenal. I hope that they make it a finishing move in the next Mortal Kombat. Finish him. In other news, a big release from R. Kelly today. And no, it's not the women in his basement, but a 19-minute song entitled I Admit, where he defends himself against sexual allegations. And in my opinion, if you need 19 minutes to explain yourself, you probably did it. You probably did it. It is pretty clever, though. The song is so long that by the time you're done listening, all his victims are gonna be legal age. Uh... Speaking, speaking of newly legal, there's finally an easy way to get guns in America. In just a matter of days, posting blueprints for 3D-printed guns will be allowed on the Internet. The federal government recently settled a case that will allow a gun rights activist to post blueprints for so-called ghost guns online starting August 1st. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer says these plans could allow any tech-savvy person to create an AR-15-style gun at home with no permit or background check. But think of the comedy gold. Huh? Yeah, someone's gonna get in a fight and be like, what did you say? I'm gonna shoot you, man. Hold on, hold on, let me print this, hold on. <laughs> hold on, I'm, I'm gonna, hold on. Wait, wait, it says download the drivers, hold on. Hey, can you help me with this, man? Can you, it says error, H30, yeah, I know we're enemies, but can you help me figure this out? Help me figure this out? All right, that's the headlines, let's move on to the big news. Ever since Vladimir Putin annexed Trump's balls in Helsinki, President Trump <laughs> has been having a rough time back home. Right? Half of America thinks that he acted treasonous with Putin. Some Republicans are saying that he's being manipulated. And last week, Paul Ryan furrowed his brow extra hard. <laughs> so you know he means business. So things weren't going well for Trump. And then this story broke. 
Now the potential new bombshell involving President Trump and his longtime personal attorney. The president's longtime lawyer, former fixer Michael Cohen, secretly recorded a conversation with then-candidate Trump about former Playboy model Karen McDougal, who claimed she had a year-long affair with Mr. Trump more than a decade ago. Did Michael Cohen betray you, Mr. President? Tonight, President Trump ignoring reporters' questions. Cohen, who a year ago said he'd take a bullet for Mr. Trump, now says he puts family and country first. <laughs> Yo, it's, it's funny how everyone says they're willing to take a bullet for you until there's an actual bullet to take. And then they're like, no, what I meant is I will take the bullet for you. Like, I, I will take it like a courier from one place to another. Oh, you thought I was gonna get shot? I'm your lawyer. We don't even hang out, dude. So what we know right now is that Michael Cohen taped himself and Donald Trump talking about paying off a Playboy model for an affair which is the perfect audiobook for America's road trip to hell. And honestly, I'm a little surprised that Cohen was secretly recording Trump. Because let's be honest, he doesn't look smart enough to work a tape recorder, <laughs> right? He doesn't have that kind of face. It's like if you came home and you caught your golden retriever rifling through your W-2s, you know? You'd <laughs> be like, backyard catchers, those are privates! <laughs> now, obviously, if Cohen was secretly taping his conversations with President Trump, that could be a huge deal. Although the president wants you to know that he has nothing to hide. President Trump took to Twitter this morning weighing in on reports that his former personal attorney, Michael Cohen, secretly recorded conversations with him. The president said it's inconceivable that the government would break into a lawyer's office, then went on and called such taping totally unheard of and perhaps illegal. He ended by saying, quote, the good news is that your favorite president did nothing wrong. My favorite president? Why would he bring up Martin Van Buren? I, like... <laughs> he has done nothing wrong. <laughs> nothing at all. And you know what, what's funny about this story? Is that all of last week, Trump was like, Russia never could have taped me without me knowing. I'm too smart. And now he's like, whoops, my own lawyer taped me without me knowing. <laughs> Like, honestly, at this point, it would be weirder if Russia didn't have blackmail material on Trump, because everyone seems to have blackmail material on President Trump. Michael Cohen has tapes. Access Hollywood has tapes. Howard Stern has tapes. Even Eric has tapes. <laughs> yeah, it's true. His most prized possession is a voicemail his dad left him during a butt dial. So, <laughs> so, Michael Cohen... Your heart's like... <laughs> so, Michael Cohen's secret tape was already some bad news for Trump. But then he got even worse news. You see, the FBI released documents showing that they had good reasons to get a wiretap on Trump's former campaign aide, Carter Page. In other words, not a witch hunt. Or as Trump put it, total witch hunt. The president, without evidence, insists the documents vindicate his claim that the Russia probe is a partisan witch hunt, tweeting, looking more and more like the Trump campaign for president was illegally being spied upon for the political gain of crooked Hillary Clinton. But even some in the president's own party say the documents don't show misconduct in the investigation. I have a different view on it. I don't think it's brought of any part of any broader plot. The only plot here is the plot to interfere in our elections by the Russians. You know, it's amazing how Trump will hold up something that doesn't vindicate him at all and with complete confidence just claim that it does. Like, like if Trump tried on a bloody glove and it fit perfectly, he'd just roll with it. He'd be like, that's right, these are my gloves. And as we all know, nobody with gloves this nice would commit murder, folks. <laughs> the defense rests. I'm going home. 
So right now, Trump is in a bad way. They found his lawyer's secret tapes, and it turns out that the FBI did have a valid reason to investigate his people. Plus, the president just saw this rarely disturbing video of a waitress body slamming a perfectly nice customer. <laughs> He's having a bad time. It's a full-on barrage of problems. So late last night, Trump reacted by grabbing his tweet box and creating a problem for all of us. Breaking news, because overnight, the president threatening war with Iran, language that raises new concerns. President Trump fired off this threat. To Iranian President Rouhani, never ever threaten the United States again, or you will suffer consequences, the likes of which few throughout history have ever suffered before. He was in all caps, which means he was yelling back at Iran. What? What are you... Why is he explaining caps lock <laughs> to Fox viewers? They're old, they're not Amish. Like, come on. He's like, now there's also a yellow face with a smile on it. It's not a real person. That's a... But yes, President Trump has made an all caps threat to destroy another country. And remember, this is the same way he threatened fire and fury on North Korea, yeah? And then six months later, totally caved to Kim Jong-un, yeah? So there's a good chance that in a few months, we'll see Trump saluting Iran and America will be under Sharia law, yeah? He'll be like, I gave Iran everything they wanted, folks, and now there will be peace, inshallah. Yeah, it's, it's either that. It's either that or America is headed for a war. But the good news is you stopped thinking about Michael Cohen and Russia, so mission accomplished. We'll be right back. Tonight is a Grammy Award-winning rapper, actor, and entrepreneur who has a new BET show called The Grand Hustle. Please welcome <laughs> Tip T.I. Harris. Take a play. What's up? Good to have you back on the show. Looking sharp as always. Right uh, back with a brand new show, Grand Hustle. I think, like, there's some people who will say, hey, I've seen a show where people have to compete to try and get a job on TV. Mm -hmm. But this show is different because you're competing. Uh, it's people competing with street knowledge right. versus business knowledge. Right. What do you think is more important? You know that it's a social experiment. I think that's what the show is for. So, so we can actually answer that age-old question. Right. Which, which education is more valuable? You, School you, you, of hard knocks or institutions? Right, you've had both though. I mean, you're someone who uh, had a, a hard knock life growing up. Sure. You know, went to prison, came out, and then started a life With a GED, my dad. With a GED, yeah, that's right. So you came out, <laughs> no, but for real, you know, we, we, we always have these discussions as people where you go like, oh, what is more important, the street smarts or the, or the, or the book smarts? Sure. And, and you're somebody who's genuinely used both in life. When you look at it now as a successful businessman, what do you think you use more, or is it equal? Um, well, it depends on what area of business I'm operating within. I think that in, in entertainment or in music, I've definitely used more street smarts. Right. But, uh, then when you, you, you go into other areas, I think that's when, you know, the book smarts come in handy. Right, and you... you, you... Street smarts don't read contracts. <laughs> 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 
You need to put that on a t-shirt. Street smarts <laughs> don't read contracts. Mm. Um, you, you are celebrating 15 years, uh, the 15 year anniversary of trap music. Yes, I am. Well, we all are. Yeah, we're everyone, all celebrating. Everyone, That's just me. Everyone, it's, it's a you, music, all of it's you. a music that has changed. It's a music, there's five people who are like, I don't know what trap music is. <laughs> That's fine. It's okay. But, uh, yeah, but, but, but it, is a, it is a genre that's come to define hip-hop as we know it today. You look at all the stars that have emerged from it, and people credit many like yourself as the forefathers of trap music. You're releasing a new album, and I, I loved what you, how you described it. You said this is gonna be the TED Talk of trap music, explaining yeah. the genre. What does that mean? Uh, well, when, when trap music was introduced to the world in 2003 on August 19th, when I released my second album, <laughs> Trap Music, um, <laughs> it was, you know, it, it was really inspired by, you know, activities that we engaged in due to a lack of options in the underserved areas of the community. And, you know, just as we always have, we've taken what the devil meant for bad and had God use it for good. And we took those experiences, set them to music and turned it into a commerce that allowed us to change our lives and our families' lives forever. And I bet they didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know what I didn't see coming was the way you, you used the money. So, you know, I, I always grown up, you know, seeing hip hop as, as an avenue for expressing wealth. Mm -hmm. But what was really interesting was the path that you took. You, you, you started making money and then you had a conversation, I, I believe it was with your uncle, and said, hey, let's, let's grow this money, let's do something with it. Well, no, it wasn't a conversation, it was, it was a demand. My uncle told me to oh, give Oh, wow. Me. He said, give me the money. Yeah, give me, give, give, give me the money. <laughs> Before you spend it, give right. it to me. And I, I kind of gave it to him and, you know, and didn't really think anything else of it. In a couple months, he drove me uh, down the street in, in our neighborhood and showed me a house that I actually used to sell crack out of. And, you know, and it was rehabbed and had a family living in it. And he said, that's ours. We did that. And I was like, what? For real? He's like, yeah, and we're going to get two more and then we're going to get four more and so on and so forth. We ended up doing about 65 homes before it was over with. You know what I, what I love about the story it, when I read through it was not just the fact that you bought these houses, it's the fact that you've looked at Atlanta and said, this is a place that I love with all my heart and I'm going to be a part of the solution. So I'm not just gonna buy houses and gentrify neighborhoods and make it expensive. I'm gonna focus on affordable housing for sure. people. That, that's something that not many people would think of. People go just, just make the money. Why right. the affordable part? Uh, I mean, I have a sincere passion for, for, for my community. I think that uh, we found that usually in, in the, the African-American or the black communities, the answer to the problems of the community is to get enough money and move out forever. So as long as that is the mentality, we'll always have people who see value in things that we leave behind come and make them far more expensive than we ever knew that they were worth. Right. Uh, and to stop that, I think, you know, we have to invest back in our communities. And, and I mean, that's how we become self-sustaining. Right. And that's, that's something that you've believed in, not just, yeah, it's a powerful... This is something that's been, that's been from top to bottom for yourself because uh, you, you, you've recently come out as a prominent supporter of uh, Georgia's gubernatorial candidate, Stacey Abrams. Yes. Right? And 
Yeah, and Stacey Abrams would, would, would make history as mm-hmm. the first female, as the first woman black governor in America, yes. which is insane. Right. Right? When, when you look at the role that you play, what, like, what are some of the areas where you feel like Stacey is, has got it right? Where do you, when you look at her and you go, like, this is why people need to vote for Stacey Abrams? Um, well, when I, when I hear how passionate she is about affordable health care for all and, um, and about, you know, having uh, education uh, in, in, in pre-K for, for all people. Right. Uh, I think that those things, I think education, experiences, and opportunities, the lack thereof, plague our, our communities. And I feel that, that Ms. Abrams, she recognizes that and have, has been affected by it herself. So she has a sincere passion, and I think that she's going to be the next governor of Georgia. That's exciting, man. Yeah. You are... Uh... We've seen, we've seen T.I. move seamlessly from music to acting to business to real estate to television shows. Do you see yourself one day getting into politics? You, you're, you're really passionate about it. Yes, I'm, I mean, I'm passionate about being a voice for the voiceless. I mean, I, I want to help those who, who need the help the most, but I, 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 I don't want to be in politics. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, no, nah, I don't think that, that no. <laughs> and that's what will make you a great politician. Thank you so right much on. for being on the show, man. I appreciate you. The Grand Hustle airs Thursdays at 10 p.m. on BET. Tip T.I. Harris, everyone. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, ears edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.